Hey, what up, y'all? It's your girl, Miss Vanessa in the Flesh, and you were listening to another episode of the Not From Concentrate podcast. Burn. Let me get my. Hey, we out here. And as I've told you for two weeks now, we're having a special guest, someone I've known practically all of my life. Give it up for Ari. What up, 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 what let me tell you something about this man. If y'all want to laugh at somebody getting drugged for filth, if you want to cackle at somebody getting read down, you need to see this man on social media. No matter who's his Facebook, the Hennessy Cat, IG, oh, on all of it, IG, yeah. Twitter. This man will have you in LinkedIn, wherever. I do not want to see you trying to drag somebody on LinkedIn. You cannot be trying to get a job and snatching people's follicles on LinkedIn. But no, I've known him my entire life. We were practically family. Growing up around each other, went to camp together, multiple block parties, multiple occasions. We've been out. We was there um, for, for Tommy's birthday party. That was interesting. It was it was good times all around. So yes, I brought him on here because if you want a live show, no pressure. But yeah, if you want, I mean, a, listen, you know, um, you know, I'm always with the fuck shit, so it don't even matter at this point. <laughs> yes. All right, so we gonna so, get into it. So, like I do for everybody every week, how was your week? I'm gonna start off with asking you how your week was. How was your week this week? It's been, you know, a week. Another. <laughs> Another quarantine, COVID day of doing absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty much caught up on all the reality fuck shit, Ugh. all of you know the hot topics of you know the world. Y'all president still ain't shit. Um, people still out here acting a whole country black ass mess, and you know just typical. How's everything in the city? How like were you okay when all that stuff went down? Listen. So here's the thing. When shit went down, I was sitting my ass right home at the chateau working from home. I said to myself, so we're going to go out here, throw our hands up, no justice, no peace, turn around and go home. You know, support the cause. <laughs> I got there, was there for a good 45 minutes, and the whole energy seemed to change. Yeah. And I looked around, I was like, you know what? Get your ass home. Because, you know... I'm not trying to be locked up in jail. I'm not mm-hmm. trying to be stomped out in the street by a Philadelphia police. Let me just get my ass out of here. And I came home and watched everything go down on the news. That's what a lot like, of my friends said. They said they was there, but you can feel... It's like when you was protesting, protesting, and then at some point, you just felt people were coming up who weren't about to protest. They were about to do damage. And well, then they was yeah. like, it's well, time to go. Being there, you can tell that there were people who were there solely for the purpose of fucking shit up mm. and not 
you know, there for the cause, mm. which is disheartening. Yeah. But it's expected because, you know, these aren't citizens of Philadelphia. Mm. These are white supremacists from this from suburban Pennsylvania. They mm. came out from like Lancaster, Allentown, um, um, parts of Westchester where there aren't a lot of black people and they still think that they're in the South. And I don't understand. Yeah, and of I, all places, Philadelphia. Do you not know the his, whatever? Um, listen, and they <laughs> really thought Philly was not about to turn it up, and Philly came out and showed their entire for like ass. a good week and like, a half. Wow. I was like, oh my! Like when I first got there and seeing the amount of people that was there, it was really, really like it was like, come on, us. Yes, us. Come on, us. Yes, us. Yes, us. And then, of course, it was the trash that was there because, you know, folk can never act right. But then when the others showed up, they showed up and showed out. And mm. it was like certain stuff that was going on. Like they spray painting shit on the, on, the, on the walls of the building. Now, you know us. Mm-hmm. If we're going to tag some shit, we're not going to use proper grammar. For real. You know? We gonna put Lil D. They were putting L I T T L E D. Like you know that enough. Like sir, sir, what are you doing? What? Take this shit back to verbs. Go back to where the fuck you belong. Cause you y'all doing the most for no fucking reason. That's hilarious. But I'm glad you were saved. Cause I was just I was calling on my Philly people. Like please, y'all good? Y'all y'all straight? Oh all right. Oh yeah. Because listen, I can hear the bombs. I can hear the gunshots. I can hear bombs. everything from my apartment. Goodness. And you know where I live. I live right. Yeah. I was, I'm not far from the art museum, but there was a lot of stuff going on from being downtown, and there was a lot of stuff going on in North Philly. And in my like in my friend group chat, I'm like y'all, I can really hear shit. Y'all, if y'all are out here, get the fuck home. Lock your doors. Don't go out till tomorrow. Obey curfew because they was really out here showing their ass. I saw videos, man. I was like, who? Some man had like a mannequin doll in the middle of the street. They looting Foot Locker, looting ShopRite, looting Foot Action. I'm like, what is y'all looting Foot? <laughs> and I was mad. I'm like, ShopRite though? And it was like, the well, one ShopRite, that's the one that I can I understand. Go I was kind of tight about it. I can understand people need to eat. You know, that's the one thing I can understand being looted is a, is a food store. Y'all looting <sighs> Foot Action and Foot Locker? My thing is, don't run up. This is to me. This goes back to, I guess, what Trina said about acting like animals and looting your own shit. Ooh, don't burn up shit in your own on. community. You're you know right. what I'm saying? Don't, mm-hmm. don't burn up shit in your community. Take this shit downtown. Let's, y'all want to set some shit on fire? Let's burn down the police department. Let's burn down the mayor's office. Let's take shit to City Hall. You know what I mean? But burning down shit that don't make no sense, it's not furthering the cause. All it's doing is making us look bad. And I think, you know, a lot of times, rioting and stuff, there needs to be more forethought into it before you just start randomly burning shit the hell up and looking dumb. That's just my opinion. I'm not saying that we are at all not well within our rights to burn some shit up because, God damn it, we've been around and this shit been happening to us for 400 plus years. It's about time we wreck shop because the generations before us were too nice. They asked. We're not a generation of asking anymore. At this point, we're demanding. You know what I'm saying? I just it ugh, it 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 it, ugh, it annoys me with with most stuff. But for the most part, my week's been good. You know, <laughs> you know, 
I'm still working. I still have a job. God is good. Amen. Go ahead. Jesus is able. We'll provide God provides. Amen. Listen. Mm, checks are still coming. I'm not mad. <sighs> Hardy. Hardy. Amen. Amen. But um, yeah, my week my week's been good. If we're, mm-hmm. we're recording on a Monday, so last week was pretty chill. You know, this weekend I got out a little bit. I actually was around your way a little bit. Um, I took some pictures. And you didn't text me. I didn't, I I was going to, but I'm like he's probably chilling because I was only there for like an hour and a half, two hours tops. But you I was, know, stuff closed, so I'm all like, I ain't never chilling, but I'm chilling. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm like, cause I was, I was just, I went out there to take some pictures because it was a beautiful day. I went on Father's Day on Sunday, so I was yeah. like, oh, it's gorgeous out here, and there was a lot of people. I didn't expect as many people to be out there, um, but I was like, people, I and that's one thing I cannot find a bike to save my life. Like, there well, are no bikes off, under two hundred dollars anywhere. You did, were you going to rent one or no? I wanted to purchase a bike, like so I can ride a bike. And oh, no, hang that up. You ain't going to buy no bike. This right is now. like the f- week five. I'm searching. You're going to have to wait until um, quarantine is over and they open up the stores. They're going to get you a bike. I hope because Dick's is going to open offline. next week. Dick's Sporting Goods. So I'm going to run up in there and see what's... Because like, unless the bike's like 300 and up, there's no bike under $200 that's able to buy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, like I need to buy a bike. Because, you know, I live right off Kelly. Mm-hmm. So I need a bike. I was like, this is ridiculous, but I, it makes sense. You know, everybody was like, oh, we stuck. Let's get a bike. And I'm like, I'm like, everybody's having the same idea as me. So it makes sense. But I was just like, dang, going. Like, during quarantine, I saw clippers were always out and couldn't find no hair clippers because that's obvious. Shears <laughs> to do hair was always out. I was like, dang. But no, I really need to find a bike. So if y'all know where to find a bike for $200 or less, holla at Chihuahua. I'll be around. But yeah, moving into our plant in the seed that we do every week where I give spotlight on black empowerment, anything black excellence, if you will, a podcast, a business, somebody doing something in the community. Um, I want to bring attention to actually somebody I've been following on YouTube, a fellow YouTuber called JL Jupiter. JL Jupiter is a South Jersey bread YouTuber. And he does like, I don't want to say he does mukbangs because he actually goes to different places and and the reason why I actually started following him is because I was on YouTube and I saw he did a video about Vincent's. And I was like, who was doing a video about Vincent's? Oh, who shit, now I want to pan the rock. Boy. I was like, don't nobody I know like just randomly know about Vincent's. You have to know about Vincent's to know about Vincent's. And it turns out he's from the area because he does videos like all over Philly, South Jersey. I've seen him go to New York a few times and stuff. And it really opened my eyes because I didn't know there were so many restaurants around here to try. Because it's like I've lived here my whole life. I know my favorite spots here, here, here. Right. Maybe I'll go to one new, but for the most part, I'm settled. So go on his page. He's married to a beautiful black queen. You know, he has a beautiful son. Just go on his page. You'll see he's a he's a, a videographer and a photographer. So when he does his um his uh videos, it's like you're really like going into that restaurant. He talks with the owners. He gives you a background on what the food is made of, where the people came from, the heritage. So he goes more in depth than just saying, Hey guys, let me eat this sandwich on camera. So if you want to follow him on Instagram, it's at JL Jupiter. But if you want to go to his YouTube page, also just go to the search bar and type in JL Jupiter. I personally am starting the hashtag JL Jupiter food tour because I'm going to go when everything opens back up 
to all these restaurants he's visited in my area. And Armin, you're coming for the ride. Okay? Okay. Oh, listen, I'm there. I'm in there like swimmer. You know, I, I, especially if it's food, you know, I'm with the, you know, I'm always with the shit, but. Huh. And that, this is where we down. We out. Being full, I'm with the shit. So just Period. let me know and I'll pull up. Period. But speaking of pulling up, let's pull up some of these topics, shall we? Okay. So, what do you want to start with? I'll let you pick the first topic we could start with. Um, you know, I know, <laughs> I know where he's about to go. <laughs> it, it, it's a few. It's it's a few. Um, first, it's probably gonna be insecure. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. This season of insecure has taken me from levels of happiness, calmness to some of the most what the fuck bitch moments <laughs> of the summer. And it's not even the first day of summer yet. Like, oh my gosh, I love Issa. Like, I will say, ever since I started watching Insecure, and I probably started watching maybe around season two, and I and mm. I been season one. I already knew I was more like Molly old fuck ass from really? the first few episodes of season one when she blacked on fucking Issa. Oh, no. Over going to go see Daniel, but this season, I really do not like fucking Molly at all. Oh, Molly is trash I, this season, most definitely. Molly is trash as fuck, and um, I, I I say that because I literally just watched the first few episodes of the first season with a friend of mine, um, my my best friend Ray, who you know is probably one of the dopest black girls on social media. She's a blogger, lifestyle blogger, makeup, all does all that, but she's never seen Insecure. So I'm like, oh, we gonna, we gonna watch Insecure before we watch the Alicia Keys versus with John Legend. And as I'm watching that more, I was like, bitch, Molly ain't been shit for a long time. Yeah. Took a while to see it, but it, this season it came spewing yes. through the screen. Like, I've never seen someone who has been so hell-bent on being miserable mm. and in my life. Like, it reminded me of a friendship that I had. Like, where I was pretty much the Issa character. Where I, my life was not in the best shape. I was going through a real bad time. I was going through depression issues. Issues with my nigga. Yes, I'm gay for those who don't know. Um, Happy Pride Month! Oh, yeah, that too. Hey. <laughs> but this ain't really, this is white pride month. You know, black pride month is different. That's a different set of worms. But I have a friend that's like, I had a friend that's like Miles, who only wanted to be in my space when they realized that they, when they thought they was doing better than me in life. Mm-hmm. And would talk bad about me to all of our mutual friends, you know, pretty much just let them let them let people know that they're insecure with themselves anytime. And this is what I was was probably about mm, 28, 27, 28. Anytime anybody makes it a point to talk bad about you and a group of people, all they're doing is exposing themselves to being insecure Mm -hmm. with who they are. And I pretty much had to do a whole Easter just to be like, you know what? I don't fuck with you like that no more. I'm good. Had to pee, had to chuck, 
the deuces and move on to keep from having did a whoop this the motherfucker ass. in real life? Oh, yeah. I feel like, like you did. You know, I, felt, I uh, felt that. I felt that. Because sometimes it's like certain things aren't worth the police report. Because, you know, how <laughs> long you know me, you know I'm quick to bad. You've, grown, you've come far. I will say I've that. I've come very far. And you used when to I be hit first, to, ask questions later. Right. But it was like, you know what? Certain shit is just not what I got too much going on. Mm-hmm. And now, when that person sees me, they can't say shit to me. Mm. Because now I'm doing way better than you are in life. Oh, snap. I'm, I'm, I'm popping. And, I, you know, I don't, I don't talk shit about myself like that. But if I wanted to, I could. You know, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. So it's like, sometimes you, you got to cut motherfuckers off and just see. So I'm, I'm glad about that. But lastly, if I ever see that bitch condolences in the street, I'm going to have to kick that bitch in Wait, the be- before we before we before we get there. I have to say, Insecure is honestly the show that we were missing as our generation of black cinema. Like, yeah. I'm about to be 30. Absolutely. What are you, 32? Yeah. 32. Like, we're not that big of an age gap. So it's like, we, we went from the 90s having a plethora of shows to choose from. Even early 2000s, half and half, the game girlfriends. I mean, uh, listen, UPN was, was that shit. Oh, we used to call UPN CW too. because nah, CW was trash. You didn't like the CW? The only thing that was good on CW was Bucket of Vampire Slayer and that was the fuck it. Mm, that's not my not my genre, but UPN most definitely. You had... UPN uh, was that shit. Except yeah. for that fuck ass homeboys in outer space. You know some white people sat back and wrote a show talking about Hey John, I think we should write a show and greenlight it called Homeboys in Outer Space. Who greenlit that? I don't remember that, and I'm actually ecstatic I don't because that sounds like some trash. It was trash, and you know who was in it? Who? Ron from a different world, and fucking um, oh shit, Shanice's husband, um, 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 Flex, Flex Washington. Yes. Yes. Even he had this with Kyla Pratt. He had what was that called? What was he had that a show, show with called? Kyla Perry? No, with Kyla Pratt. What was their show called? Oh, one on one. One on one. You had the Parkers. Kyla Pratt was bagels back in the day. When First off, Kyla Pratt hasn't aged, so I don't know what are they drinking. To, okay, anyway, I'm getting off topic. My point being, we had all these shows, and then it just was like dry. We had nothing. So insecure, not only being you know a black show ran by black people that are actually good at what they great at what they do because when yeah. a, when a show that you know is fake that you know is not real that you know is false ain't no black writers on <laughs> can take like, you through no a black people in the room because you like how many times have we watched shows where there's only been the token black person or the the whitewashed black person there's never been anything real about it like what i like about insecurity characters who actually have real jobs you know there is a hood element in it but it's very um, that's what i was trying to say when insecure it takes you through all these emotions because it's relatable we as black people right. can relate to it we as right. 30-ish people can relate to what they're going through when Issa was crying even on her mother's 20s. shoulder even even early 20s because when Issa just went to her mom started crying on her shoulder i was like you don't know how many times i was just like oh god what, what am i doing yeah. out here 
But that right, makes right. that show. That's why it's so good. That's why you feel how you feel, and you feel so passionate that Molly is and trash. The soundtrack is good too. Oh, and she puts when I, I Daniel Caesar is now one of my personal favorite. Like his, his forty and album would have never known about it without Issa. Right. Like I don't this know is, who curates the show's playlist or who is Issa. the the. Well, no, because I remember a couple seasons. I want to say around season two, season three, it was Solange. Really? Yes. Solange is the one curating the soundtrack. Well, no wonder that shit was amazing. And it's been lit. Like, I've always said that they, they put me on to so many. Oh, so many. Black R&B West Coast artists, too. I didn't know nearly as many West Coast artists until I started watching this show. Yeah, they put me on to a couple people. I'm like, oh, this is. I found out who oh. Vince Staples was. Had no idea who that chap was. Oh, I, knew, I, knew this I had no I heard, idea. I, I was like, is he new? What did I find about, I want to say Spotify? I heard against Staples. But yeah. And then it's but, like, you have the show within the show, like with this case, looking for Latoya. Did you see the- Oh, they going to find this little bitch or no? They did. You didn't see? I got to send it to you on YouTube. I didn't, I didn't see it. I, I didn't see it. I saw there was something, but I forget where I have to watch it at because I- It's I on YouTube. I'll, I'll, I'll send it to you after this. <clears throat> All right. But that's one of the reasons why we like the show so much and that we're so invested in the characters. And why I'll let you get out what you have to say about Condola because I feel like we're going to say the same thing, but I see it from a different point of view, so I'll let you get it out because... No, just you go, go first. You okay. go first. I want to hear what you have to say about it as, 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 as Chris. I want to hear your part. Okay. Lawrence, when you do adult things, you know adult things will have consequences. So while right. most people are mad at Condola... She is being honest. Are you, you, you're upset that she's doing what she's doing, but you can't be mad at her for it. She's being very honest. When while you will literally tell your a band, oh, you don't have to be in your child's life because who does that? That made me very upset. But outside of that, she's being honest like, hey, this is what it is. I want to keep it. And Lawrence, and I, I like how they had that real dialect. He was like, so, I mean, what, how are we going to handle this? Do you want to just, you know, she was like, no, I'm keeping it. He was like, why? Like, and a lot of people didn't like that, but that's real conversation. No, that's very real. Cause my question <clears> is <throat> why? Cause that means I'm stuck with you for the rest of my life. But she said, look, t- look with Eric, she did. She went through the whole, you know, abortion process once already. And she doesn't want to do it again. And I know a lot of girls who had had that and was like, I'm never doing this again. They, they literally right. physically, emotionally, mentally cannot handle doing that again. So that's one. Right. Two, she was like, I'm getting older. I don't know how many chances I'm going to be able to have a baby. Which, you know, is understandable. Her her clock's ticking. Unlike men, they can shoot it out till kingdom come. But for her, she has a time span. Okay? And then three, um, she was just like, I, I feel ready now. You know, I have a house. I have, you know, a support system. You know, so if you want to do you, you can, but I still don't agree with that. That's still long. Like, why? That's the only reason why I'm mad at her. I'm not. I'm upset that she's keeping the baby because you know we want Lawrence and Issa to be together. But for you to be really sit here and be like, I don't oh. want Lawrence and Issa to be together. Well, hold, like I, I, I do, okay. Well, hold, well, one second. We'll, we'll get there. Let me just finish the music. Get this out. Because okay. um, <laughs> I want to hear this. So while I want I want Lawrence and Issa to be together, I understand why she's saying what she's saying. But for you to sit there and expect a black man to just give him an outing or give him an out to be like, oh, you don't got to be a, a father to this child. 
why would you say something like that? It's so horrible. Now, but that and my thing is, Lawrence is not the type of dude that's that oh, that shit I mean, we know that Lawrence she probably doesn't know that. You know why? She doesn't know Lawrence. She doesn't. She doesn't know that he's close with his dad. She that's doesn't know point. that he's been looking for being a dad for quite some time. She don't know that. That's my point. That's why I'm pissed. My thing is like, you 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 really made a conscious effort. You're really making a conscious effort to have a baby with a motherfucker that you don't really know. Mm. That was my whole point of it. It's like. Mm. You, you, I was disappointed in the character because she's written as someone who's really put together, who's more put together than Issa is. Mm-hmm. And while you but were then like, she goes and does city girl shit. You leave her high and dry over something that has nothing to do with her. Right. That pissed me off. I was, I was real time mad. So you're going to sit there and let Issa almost fail. What is what people really want Issa to fail? Molly. I'm so sick. Listen, and, uh, uh, Molly deserves every bad thing that she got. Because let me tell you something. Mm. If I had Asian Bay, Asian Bay wouldn't want for shit. You want me to say I'm sorry to your brother? <laughs> Do you want me to learn how to say I'm sorry mm. in Chinese? Not even that. I would say Chinese. I'm sorry because you, you've shown that you were there for me in my time of need. It'd be different if he took his brother's side and was like, Molly, you're wrong. Right. Clearly she that's didn't. Molly, right. I mean, Andrew and she his selfish. sister-in-law was like, that's messed up. We can she understand. Selfish. You have to understand, she's selfish, and she's someone who's not going to see anything other than other than it being her way. She's a very one-sided person. Mm-hmm. She's monolithic. The, she's what? Monolithic. Yeah, very. Uh, oh, best word ever. Every fucking week. And it, <laughs> it's exhausting to be friends with someone like that. Mm-hmm. Because all, no matter how many, no matter how hard they try to argue you down about something, they're always going to feel as though they're always right. And that that type of person is toxic as fuck. Mm-hmm. Like that. Like if I was friends with somebody like that, I'd end up punching that motherfucker in the mouth. <laughs> like dead ass. Like that is like the worst quality that that someone can be. Like I don't mind having a debate with somebody, but we can debate and you can still walk away with the debate having learned something. But if you're that so close-minded, that and that one-sided and selfish that you can't learn something from that. That's crazy. That, to me, is someone that I cannot be around. Even at the end, when Molly pulled up. But then I was like, you know what? Molly called Issa because Molly knew. Like At that moment, she knew she, all her cards were on the table. You lost Andrew because you were being stubborn. You almost lost but your father because you were being come, stubborn. Don't come trying to call me and talk shit and make good because your mom People have to grow. People have to grow. She saw the error of her ways. Nah, fuck that shit. That you want... You want she, <laughs> If it was me, Molly would sit the next season on an island by herself. She got some reflection to do with her broken pussy. Snap. That's how I feel about her. But yeah, Molly was trash this season, but Condola, please let me. Okay, so I want to hear about Condola and why you want Nathan to be with Issa. All right, so Condola to me is trash. Condola really left it. Issa, high and dry, and for her dry. whole for her whole block party, just went and ghosted her when she found out she was Lawrence's ex. And then my thing is, you did that, expect her to be cool with you. Like she did, did that shit for me. Like if I was Issa, she after she was walked to my fucking block party after you left me high and dry to do all that shit, I'd have irked you then. <laughs> I'd have laid her out. She might not even. She might have. Crazy thing is, she might have been pregnant then. She actually miscarried that day because I'd have cussed her out to Armin, the point that she no. went to 
Or she got gorilla slams on her fucking head. <laughs> like, that's crazy to me. Like, you see how stressed I am about this, and you just ghost me. Like, are you fucking nuts? <laughs> Nathan, I like Nathan's energy. Granted. Nathan goes Nathan, to her, too. Nathan goes to her, but Nathan had a reason. True, a valid Nathan, reason. Nathan was bonkers. Oh my God. <laughs> and that's that. My thing is, I would respect somebody saying, listen, I did this because I'm bonkers and I need to go get some help. I've gotten my help and I'm good right there. I like the fact that Nathan keeps it very 100 with her. Mm-hmm. And his energy compared to Lawrence, he's not. Lawrence to me seems very passive about certain things. He's just Nathan like Issa. Like, That's why I like them together. They right. literally are the same person. But two people, some not all the... Uh, no. <laughs> just no. <laughs> I can't date me. I, if I ever came across someone that was like me, I'd be in jail for homicide. Or he'd be in jail for homicide. We yeah, kill both would be in jail for homicide. Right. Or in jail and both be dead. We, and then even, mm-hmm. we, even then, we'd be trying to kill each other in the afterlife. Nah, I need someone that compliments... <laughs> My crazy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the like, yin to your yang, right? Nathan is someone that, to be honest, Nathan started Issa on her journey. He did. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like he deserved that change. He started her on this whole. Yes, he gave her the motivation that she needed when nobody else would. Molly wasn't giving it to her. Tiffany wasn't giving it to her. Kelly sometimes, but you know Kelly be high. Like, mm-hmm. but Kelly's the best friend they got. Out of all of them, Kelly is the friend that everybody deserves or should well, have. Well, this season, you pretty much see Kelly as the nucleus of that group. Oh yeah, oh yeah, most definitely. And I love Kelly. Kelly's my favorite. Yeah, everybody. Ever since, the, ever since I fucking Coachella episode, <laughs> she really <laughs> remember me different. <laughs> I love her. I love her. I like Kelly's definitely my favorite, but. Yeah, I will say this season of Insecure has definitely got me ready for next season. It uh, it did not disappoint at all. Yeah, no, and everybody was like, oh, this is so Derwin and Janae from the game. I'm like, bro, there's only... First off, Ding Dong could fucking never. Don't even <laughs> compare that whack-ass show to Insecure. Insecure is that fucking work. Okay, Granted, so the game Derwin was trash. Prior to BET was a great show. I really, it was funny. It was, you know, it, had, it was quirky. You know, I liked it. But once it hit BET, you know the dude it was from that show is from here, right? Really, the dark skin one, the one that got Tia pregnant. I did not know. Yeah, well, one day I was in the gym, Lifetime, and he was there. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow. Oh. Hey, wait, what's up, nigga? Like, <laughs> he's cool as hell. I did not know that. So is um, yeah. you know who else is from around here? Oh, every time I see his face, shoot, he was on uh, um, oh my gosh, she was on Alan Alan Payne, Alan Payne. He, he from Pensacola. He went to high school with my mom and I. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've known him forever. That's like Uncle Al. Like I got, like I seriously know him for like ever. And then everybody know what's the name from Camden? Um, what is her name? I see Tasha Smith. Tasha Smith. Her loud uh, ass. I love it. 
You know she has a twin sister, right? Yeah. They and when you say identical, it's it's uncanny because sometimes yeah, identical is like so she's a bald head, small head. It's literally as if they took Tasha's face, said they're related, copy. To well, not me, my sister and I, and then put paste. Like that's how much they look alike. Her sister is yeah. the bald headed version of her, if she's still yeah. bald head. Like the iPhone, did you see they did that thing on um, Instagram where her sister took her iPhone, did the face unlock, and it unlocked? Yeah. That's you know what's funny? I have a friend. Mm-hmm. I have a friend. Um, me and him, mind you, not related at all. Mm-hmm. But whenever I post pictures on Facebook, it automatically tags him. That's crazy. So that's why I call him my friend. Shout out to Mikey. Hey, shout out to you, Mike. But yeah, so Insecure did not disappoint. Not every episode was, and then and then also people were talking about how they don't like how they dealt with Tiffany's um, postpartum. But I'm like Tiffany, I like how they not did it. Real though, I know seriously, I like how they did it because they made it. What what this show does really well, they make stuff obvious without making it in the forefront. Throughout mm-hmm. all the episodes, because of how we knew Tiffany to be in the past, loud, energetic upbeat but you can see i like how exactly like so probably around maybe episode three definitely episode three three you were like something right when her when 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 tiffany introduced condola to Issa and then spilled the beans that lawrence was at Issa's ex that whole scene right. is when it started to be like oh wait a minute something's not right here right because she was never really messy like that mm-hmm and you could tell there was something going on just beneath the surface. Like, there was a little sugar every pee in the water. You <laughs> couldn't figure out what was going on. <laughs> and then my cigar, I was watching it. Because you know I like Amanda. Just, uh... I was like, oh, Amanda, what the hell, man? Mm-hmm. But it was good. Like, she did that. This did not disappoint. I be forget Amanda can act, act, until she does stuff like this. She came, listen, she come a long way from my brother and me. But she was a girl. she was a baby. She, like I said, she done came a long way. <laughs> Just like East. Oh, pause for a second. Like when uh, Raven Simone was on Instagram talking about some, she hasn't spent a Cosby check yet. Listen, that's gold. Do you realize how rich you have? That's gold. That is literally your child. You have not. You you are so wealthy. But she she's been working since she was three years old. Four, three, four. Spend a fucking Cosby check, and then you know how long that has been in syndication. Like she got checked one check. One That's check, what one I'm check, saying. Out of all the checks, she has and not then spent you look at one. People that come from Cosby's um, shows, they they don't never have to work again as long as they fucking live. Oh, like, Big Rudy, Felicia, Big Rudy is chilling. Right. right. You think Felicia Rashad ever has to work again? Mm. That is. She is such a beauty. She's just such a and good happy spirit. Birthday to her. Shout out to her. She had Shout a birthday. She had a lit birthday. But do you know how rich you have to be to say my the literally my childhood checks, my years of youth on this show, I have not spent a dime from it, or right. the ones well, in syndication. But wait, you got to look at that. So Raven, the first go round, she was like an executive producer. That she was like literally running the Disney she? Channel. She was. Let me see. When Death Irving came on TV, I was like sixteen. Something 15, like that. 16, maybe. Like, she was making bank off that. Like, when I tell you she was that bitch at Disney, for, oh, yeah, for no. a while. Oh. Before Lindsay Lohan, before Miley Cyrus, like, she was running that thing. Like, the only the only people on her level 
that that could probably that could come at her with an Olsen twin. Yeah. Like literally that was back crackheads. in the day with the Olsen twins and Raven Simone, and that was it. How you and your twin sister go to dag on rehab? Was none of y'all like, wait a minute, we shouldn't be doing this? Y'all both were just like drugs. Let me stop. You know, thank God they're better. They were a they were a billion they were billionaires too when they was like four years old. I was like, it's crazy. Yeah. Like listen, she I, said I have not spent. I was just like, ma'am, people may think you crazy, but you're that's not as crazy flex. as you may sound sometimes. You don't know Africa's a continent, but still, like that's a fucking flex, like. Blah, blah, blah. Like, I, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Exactly, like, like <laughs> that's a flex. I don't care what no, like, I don't care how problematic or how much fuck shit she does. Ain't nobody really fucking with Raven Simone. Ain't that, nobody. On that Not a one. Not even uh, Orlando Brown. His foolish self. Ugh. Listen, drugs are bad. Horrible. Are bad. Don't do them. Drugs are the fuck bad. Don't I do the like, don't do the ones he's doing. Like ones... You, you ever look at somebody just ask them like, do you even smoke the crack? I think he just. Like, what was that uh, on a uh, jungle fever? Let me do your dance for you, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> That's him. Ah, 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 ah. That's oh, him. Oh, like, uh, I live in America. <laughs> like a whole nut ass. Fucking nut. I, like, God bless that. <sighs> Thanks for somebody snatched his phone. I'm grateful every day for it. Just take it. Don't don't put him on social media. Where is his mama? Whew, that was funny. Well, moving on. All right, next topic. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we we could do like two more because I did not expect. Uh, I almost said, uh, pick pick another. Let's go. Um. All right. So this Takashi Nicki Minaj fuck shit. Mm-hmm. Every week I come on this thing, so I'm not going to talk about him again. But he does something so felonious and nefarious. I have to speak on it. Like, I go ahead. No, can go ahead. we give him like to do anything for Cloud Award? Because it's like I'm mad because he's cracked whatever it. code to being popular. He's cracked it. He the only reason why he cracked the code is because half the people that want to deal with him are under the age of twenty five. Ain't no world grown ass people wanting to put up with his absolutely other right. Than, other than Nicki Minaj's pedophile, she is, she has fallen off. I mean, she this unredeemable. I don't care if she's your fave, unredeemable. Oh, she's not my listen. Just because I'm gay, don't mean I have to like that. No, I, I when know. I said you, I didn't mean you personally. I mean uh, like okay. collectively, anybody who's listening. If that's your fave, she's unredeemable. She's she's she, trash. She like I literally had to block somebody. Well, not block somebody, but stop talking to somebody because I realized that they were a bar. Yeah, like I don't understand. Like that's deal breaker. I don't understand I, how you can I sit cannot there. understand how you call yourself one of the realest motherfuckers in the world, yet every time we turn around, you are doing nothing but promote fuck shit and, 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 and dumbassery. And then just be out there, well, you know, if you're a gangster versus somebody who is just, you know, in the streets. Here's my whole thing gangster, with him snitching. And none of them deserve to be in the same <clears throat> Here's all. my thing with, with the snitching off, thing. Oh, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. First off, Nicki Minaj, you ain't no fucking gangster because at the end of the day, you ran from Remy, you ran from Cardi, but you had nothing but smoke for Mariah Carey and Miley fucking Cyrus. And Miley, it's, your card is revoked forever. Cyrus, forever. No matter, no matter what she says or what the fuck she does, you are a fraud. 
point blank in the period. You ain't no world bitch. And Takashi, whatever the fuck, you look like you bite people. What is wrong with you? My whole thing is, first off, he plays into children. Like you said, he plays towards kids. The whole trolling, he used to be a child. He's loud. He's abrasive. He's, but whatever, for whatever reason, kids like him. And I don't like it because first off, he's questionable. I think he also is, you know, on that, that, kid touching stuff he wants to put this whole elaborate story about how he didn't know whatever kid i ain't messing with it but then you're just i think he's gay to be honest with you possibly you look like someone i like who i like to get spit in the butt uh, (laughs) like (laughs) people like him just no and then he says the word he says nigga i'm i've never been okay with him saying that you just for what and then all the new yorkers try to that's how it is in new york that's how we do it well that's not how we do it where i'm from what is wrong with him but besides all that first off don't nobody in new york really fuck with him like that let's be very clear about you'll be surprised a lot of my new york friends fucking with him but you know what it's the the artsy people that i know not the people who really bought about it the people who like skater Type people. Be very clear. I grew up around real niggas. We grew up around real niggas. Mm-hmm. We know what real shit is and what, what it's not. Mm-hmm. That bullshit, that particular brand of bullshit, I do not subscribe to at all. That particular. I don't respect it. I don't I don't promote it. It people like him and her the reason why I listen to nothing but nineties rap. I think mm-hmm. music posts like maybe pre two thousand and seven, it's making a resurgence. You just got to go looking for it. But it is like Tiana's new album. My Fire. thing is, it shouldn't be this hard. It should. And, and who do we talk to about what the fuck mm-hmm. y'all motherfuckers is putting out here? Because y'all promoting and and and, and putting out shit that's goofy. Like it's all drug Most music. Them goofy looking motherfuckers are dumb as fuck. First off, Nikki, you're all, you trying to shake your ass. It's funny because remember she was in, uh, uh, what's the name video, Meg Thee Stallion video, trying to twerk next to Meg, but your, your ass First is off, stiff. We're not going to talk about her ass. As rocks. Because the fact that Iggy Azalea, Kangaroo Jack, can twerk circles around your ass ah. and her ass moves. Let's talk Nikki about it. Nikki be struggling to make that thing clap. I'm just like, it should not be this hard. You can I get know, surgery to get it fixed, sis. I know plenty of bitches with no rhythm that can shake better than her. Oof. Shout out to Bubbles in Atlantic City. <laughs> Shout out to her. I, I've seen white strippers with no ass that shake better than Nicki Minaj. And it's just like, a shame. Because you out here t- trying to talk about you the queen, you need respect, but you do you not respect him. Sh- like, you can't this is the thing. You can't claim a title that don't fit you. You ain't the queen of shit if you ran from two motherfuckers. You ran from Remy. And she ran from You Trina ran too. from Cardi. You ran from... No, you ain't run from Kim. But you avoided Kim. Any other relevant rap bitch who you know can wrap circles around you for real, for real, except for Cardi. Cardi no, but no, here's, a, here's what I say about that. Cardi can rap. She can't write. She's admitted. That's the thing about Cardi. You can't come at Cardi because anything you try to come at her, she's already admitted to and she's already accepted. Yes, I I have had surgery. Yes, I do not write my rhymes. Yes, you know, I had my teeth fixed. But you know what? Bet you hoes knows it wasn't cheap. <laughs> it wasn't cheap. No, I'll never say, I'll never say that Cardi's the best rapper because there are definitely, pl- there are, 
running motherfuckers that rap. Not that she's her. the best rapper, but Cardi can rap. If you give her lyrics to rap and a beat, she can she can do that's it. That's not rapping. That's not rapping. Whoa. That's not rapping. That's reciting. She can recite shit. I feel like Cardi can rap certain things. She can write certain things, but she's had help. There's nothing wrong with saying, oh, yeah, I wrote this verse. And, and here's the thing. Speaking of someone that, that can rap and has rapped and been in studios with people, a lot of times when when these motherfuckers are in the studio, it's you and four other people. It's oh, you yeah, definitely. It's you, the producer, the engineer, and, and either your manager, your publicist, or whoever you got with you, right? The songwriter. And, right. Well, not even a songwriter. You can, like, for me, when I was trying to do the rap thing, it was usually just me, the producer, the engineer, and whoever I had with me at the time. Mm-hmm. And I would, I, I'd write my verse and be like, yo, this sound right to y'all? And I, and I would do it like that. Sometimes, especially when people who are in a camp, if you got like a whole group of motherfuckers, it, nah, you should flip this word and say it like this. Nah, keep that, but flip, find another word that rhymes with this. That's kind of how it goes with them. I've never said that Cardi is dumb and Cardi can't rap or can't write. I feel like she has too many people, too many cooks oil in the pot. You no, know what if you look at her album, like, because pe- that's another thing. People be talking about writers. Cre- this is how I know y'all don't know how to read an album. This is how I know y'all don't be looking at producer credits. This is how I know y'all never looked at a cover in your life. Because y'all just be throwing out stuff when the proof is in the pudding. Look at... Put- put it out there look at the album look at the producer credits look at the writer credit it's all right there sis there's no need to argue when i can see the proof right there right <sighs> let me calm down but my yeah. thing is i learned a long time ago who write their rhymes and who don't because i look at the liner notes and some of the people who write their own shit lauren um lauren missy remy Eve, Digger. That's it. Kim is nothing but recycled Biggie lyrics. Foxy, her brother wrote majority of her shit. Between her brother, I never, Nas, I never thought Hope. Foxy was a good rapper. That's just me personally. I just Be never very did. Clear. Trina really didn't write all her shit. Most of her shit was between Co. Oh, Trick, Trick wrote. Trick. That's why I'm like, y'all be thinking when Lil Yachty wrote. In the beginning, I will say this. In the beginning. Probably her first album, Trick wrote majority of it. But Trina knew how to pick up a pen and take it and run up the block with it. So I'll, if you I'll gave her the little that. jump start, she can get she can get to right. the goal. Because my thing is this: if you wanna if you wanna rap, it's not hard to pick up a pen and write. You just gotta know how to work at it. It takes a minute. And if you got somebody that's gonna get behind you and coach you. Give it about an album, you'd be all right. After that, you'd be all right. There's plenty of people like that. But these new motherfuckers? They don't care about the music. They, they care now. about the clout. That's what I keep telling people. Like the city and that's girls. that's the bad thing about it because it's like y'all y'all doing all this shit for clout, but y'all not securing the bad for real world. Because like that Bluetooth. Not Bluetooth. What's his name? Blueface? Yes. That alien looking mofo. He the, motherfucker that said he, the motherfucker that said he was better than Tupac? This man literally said, he's I don't care about... And you know, I can't even get mad because I respected his answer. He was like, I don't care. You think I care about this? Even that Takashi fool said, why do y'all listen? Like, listen to what I'm saying. It's crap. But the beat hot, the flow is nice, and it's so easily, you know, drilled into your brain that people like it. It's the beats. I'm telling you. A fire beat 
with a fire chorus. Who cares about the verses with these young kids? And that's a death of rap as far as I'm concerned. And you throw a little whoa on there. You hit that nay-nay. You throw a little ah in there. Not a nay-nay. It, it, it's, a, it's a hit. Throw like, some ad-lib and some pro tools. Oh, right. ad-lib. Woo. Uh. <laughs> like, you throw an ad-lib in there, it just it heightens it even more. And don't but throw see, a little reverb in there. You, but that's you know, we hit. came up on, but we came up on like DMX. That's why we don't we like this on. foolishness. Right, Even like, when Soldier Boy came out, that was still a song. He still no, had verses. You know what though? The, like to me, where shit really went left was probably when Laffy Taffy came out. Mm, I, because that was still that was like an Atlanta thing. That wasn't really meant to be Grammy and nominated. You know what I'm saying? Girl said that, but even then there was a chorus. I can understand what you're saying. It wasn't like mama. Like I can still understand what you're saying. Even mystical, which was hard. You had to listen to that. Mystical correct. Look at the mic in my hand. But he's a rapist, so we can't really. Mm. But he's yeah, we can't talk about him. Yeah, no. he's, he's problematic. Even but, Silk the Shocker, who also could not rap on beat. No, we're not. I don't do care. That. I don't care. No, 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 no. We are because people want to talk okay. about now. Blueface can't find the beat to save his life, but neither could Silk the Shocker. But Silk the Shocker still could rap. Wasn't on he beat. Not rap. You don't think? I have think, you listened to Silk the Shocker? Look, record, if, Silk the Shocker, if you say Silk the Shocker couldn't rap. Then I've said this on record, and I'll say it again. Then uh, Cameron couldn't rap. I never said Cameron could rap, but I've gotten my favorite into in many diplomat. debates. I'm like, y'all think Uzi Uzi Koozie Koozie Woozy Woozy was was hot? <laughs> okay, <laughs> she want that bubble gum. I yummy yum, honey hun. Like, get out of here. Oh boy, was my shit though. Oh boy, but that's the thing. He he was in a group. So even though he was the weak link, Jewels came right behind, spitting fire. Oh, oh man, Jewels in jail too. Big up, Jewels. To me, the, the greatest rap crew because everybody could rap top to bottom was Rough Riders. Everybody oh. in Rough Riders can rap. Everybody in Rough Riders can rap. Eve, this and this is how you know Eve is, is iconic. There's not been one of these rap Jones out here trying to battle with her. Period. She has never come up, oh, well, you know, I'm the queen and trying to see Eve. And that's fact. That's fact. I'm not going to argue with that. Period. Y'all not going to see her. Everybody in Rough Riders correct. Even Jen, remember when they used to do 106 in Park? I'm going to learn Chinese. That was my shit. I bought that album. That? Really? I never did. But I did. That was, I. why don't they bring stuff like that back? Well, see... Here's the thing. BET's trash. No, 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 no. Well, BET Plus is excellent. BET Digital mm-hmm. on YouTube is great. BET Do is they trash. Have, does BET um, Plus have Rap City on it? It does. All of them? Uh, I didn't check. I just did the free trial today. Because, to be honest, BET has been trashed ever since Bob Johnson sold in the vibe. Yeah, BET, the actual channel 56 on TV, trash. BET, I've never watched any digital. BET and MTV lately have have not been viewable probably since about 2005. Oh, after they did like the eighth time of doing Rove Rolls versus the real world, I cut MTV off. 
Or when they did like the thousandth episode of uh, Sweet 16, I cut it off. But Fun um, fact. <laughs> Fun fact. Your boy was almost on the road. You should have did it. Excuse me? You did not want a 22-year-old me on national yes, television. Yes, you actually, actually, happening. we did. We did. That's what we wanted. No. no. We, yes. <laughs> yes, it would have been very entertaining, but my mama watches TV. <laughs> You think I'm trying to embarrass Sharna on national television? No, man. Darling would have been like, Herman, what, what is this? What are you doing? Right. My mom would have had to come and snatch me up out the house. But the thing, but it would have been done. What's she going to do? It would already happen. You would have been at home watching yeah, with her. I'm not trying to embarrass my mom and my people like that. No. <laughs> you should have did it. some white boy ass on national television for doing something been go- like You could have been the male uh, New York. <laughs> no, I'm Tiffany not Pollard is, is reality history gold. She wears the title. No. Well, you have to understand, there are certain people you have to look at before you look at Tiffany Pollard. Like, to be honest, the real OG of national of, of reality TV is Tammy Roman. Mm. She was on the second season of Real World. She was? Yeah. I can't recall. Like, honestly... She was on the second season of World World and she was Let going like this. the way she is now, she was like that except younger. And more like in your face. Tammy got them like, hands. That's why uh what's the name they want no smoke with her? She would try to boss nobody her. really want smoke with Tammy old, old Yeah, no, but oh who was uh who was her? The one that um who came at OG, Evelyn Lozado. Evelyn Lozado bossed around everybody but OG and Tammy because Tammy whooped ass. Well, there's just certain things that you're not going to say to people. Tammy's not the type of person that takes on MTV Real World. I'll be back. She was was like on maybe the second season. You're right. I'm Googling it right now. The first season of Real World was um, Heather B, the chick that was on Sway in the Morning. You want to talk about a a transformation? Hold on. Let me, uh, where's the docket? (laughs) She's come up. Okay. No, but this, this John right here. Hold on. I remember her. She was the one who was always nude. Or was that Anika? Anisha? I don't know. Who these oh, people. I ain't seen Anisha in years. The funny thing is me and Anisha have a mutual friend. Oh, y'all do? Yeah. Yeah, she was the one who was cheating on her girlfriend while trying to come out as gay on the show. Fascinating. We're not going to talk about Anisha and, and her <laughs> shenanigans. We yeah. just, we... I was like, how are you dating somebody trying to come out, tell your parents that you're dating somebody, and the girl that you're dating, you're cheating on with another girl? Listen, it's World War Chicago with gold when I was in high school. She was on Chicago? I thought that was Philadelphia. No. She's from Philadelphia. She's uh, from here. okay. She's from here. But she was on World War Chicago. Philadelphia was the guy that's on Queer Eye. Um, Karamo? He was fine. Yeah. When he came out, I was like, damn it! No, oh, fuck him. <laughs> Girl, fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck him. He's trash. Look in the docket, and I po- I posted a picture of Tom to talk about a, a transformation. A what now? Look in the docket. Uh huh. And look at the picture I just posted. Hold on, I gotta look at it because I gotta. I probably have to refresh it. I haven't seen it. But yes, it's trash. We're gonna move on to the next topic. Yeah. Um, I pick one more. We... All right. So Nancy Pelosi. Oh, you're going to end on a, on a high note, I see. All right, so here's my thing. 
I want to know how many of these motherfuckers have black interns, and who did y'all talk to, and who did y'all consult, and who the fuck told y'all this shit was, was. This is one of those things where we we get what you were trying to do. We appreciate you. You get an E for effort. E for effort. Execution. Zero, mm. negative, a thousand. Y'all get a goose egg for that. Like, <laughs> like first we, off. We, here's my thing. As far as our House of Representatives, I feel very confident and proud that we have representatives who understand the, the Black experience in this country. Mm-hmm. Like, to me, AOC is everything. Nancy Pelosi and the rest of the Dems kneeling it's cool. The candidate clause was not needed. That's I want to know like, what intern <laughs> they made, made the that black candidate clause order it. and told y'all that this was a good thing. And the intern who bought it was black. I know they was just like, man, you know. And you know, it wasn't a black intern that made that order because a black intern would have said this. No, it was. The intern, it was a black intern, but it's like, they're like, look, I need this job. You know, they're yeah. not trying to be See, offensive. This is how I know I couldn't have been an intern on Capitol Hill because I've been like, so listen, ma'am, um, I don't think that this is really what you want to do. Like, I know what you want to do, but this is not what you want to do. I feel like Nancy Pelosi needs a ho- needs a holler at your boy to have me run her social media. Army, no, you're too and spicy. There's no way. I'm just the mouth. I'm just the right amount of spice that she needs. Because whoever she has running her social media now, did you see what she said about, about y'all president? No, I didn't. All right. So you know he had this fucking rally out in Tulsa on fucking Juneteenth, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is one thing I love about black people and our... I, what are under us millennials? Because we're considered millennials. What's the next generation? Z, Z yeah, Z. So, all right, here's the tip. You know this Trump rally. The, the, he had this rally in Tulsa, Oklahoma, the site of, um, well, the city where Black Wall Street occurred back in the 1920s. Mm-hmm. For, those of, for those of you who are listening, just, glo- just Google Black Wall Street and get the backstory. So long story short, all these Generation Z individuals decided they were going to pre-order tickets. The tickets are free. And they reserved seats and decided not to show. Because uh-huh. we're just going to have this motherfucker show up to a damn near empty house. So your girl, Nancy Pelosi, said, damn, that could have been a Zoom meeting. On Twitter, sixty-two hundred people. That could have been a Zoom meeting. Same energy, minus the minus the coronavirus risk. I get it. I don't know who is tweeting for her, but that's fucking genius. You know that genius, and whoever runs Wendy's social media, just as genius. I don't. You must be you paying know, that girl or man money because Wendy's be off, having the clapbacks. Like, Whoever runs Nancy Pelosi's social media is a gay man. <laughs> it's not a gay black man. See, there's a difference between gay shade and gay black shade. 
Intersectionality. Gay shade is cute. Gay black shade will put you eight feet under. And that's kind of what Nancy Pelosi needs. Because if I ran Nancy Pelosi's social media, Donald would be done. His goose would be fucking cooked. Because that man, I would go at him all Just as much as he runs his mouth on Twitter, I'd be running my mouth on Twitter. If Nancy Pelosi wants to pay me a good $90,000 a year to run her social media, I'm good for it. Just make sure I got good health insurance. Well, big man. Things like that. He's putting in the Where bed. Where do I submit my resume? Because you <laughs> um, know my Are you qualified? Do you not see my Twitter? Excuse me? Am I not qualified? Have you ever heard me cut somebody out before? Let me just slide you over this uh, here tweet thread I just did, ma'am. And you tell me. You tell me if I'm qualified right, or not. Is screenshot? Just, just for general reference, Sarah Palin blocked me. Bristol Palin blocked me. Are you? Um, <laughs> what's the what's the what's the other um, conservative that blocked me? Shit. Um, I've never been blocked by like anybody. Elizabeth Hasselbeck like blocked me on the View. I mean, what um, are you saying to these people? You know what? It don't even matter. It don't I mean, even matter. Sarah Palin said something along the lines of, um, she blocked me like six, seven years ago when, when she was running for vice president. And she was saying that something about this country... Oh, she said something so stupid. And was... I said, you want to talk about morals, but bitch, your daughter is not even a graduate of high school and she has a kid. Oh. Don't you, you, don't you think you should have put that energy into getting contraceptives for your daughter? Whew. And she blocked me. I mean, I wasn't telling a lie. You, I said, you have so much energy for a black president. I said, you put so much energy into not getting a black man in the White House. I wish you would have put this energy into keeping your daughter from getting pregnant. Oh. I mean, it's the truth. And to be honest, I think the one that, I think Bristol Palin's daughter, I mean, Bristol um, Sarah Palin's child that's older than Bristol's child mm-hmm. is probably Bristol's child. Mm. If you're picking up what I'm putting down. Yeah, I, that's why I said, mm. mm. Um, Megan McCain hasn't blocked me yet, but I think it's coming. But, you know, but she's younger. You know what I'm saying? This, I think people who were like Teddy Riley's when he came at Tony Baker, the older people just do not get the, the had the back and forth. It's like, okay, okay, you're going to stop what you're saying. Okay, I can't take it. We're done. Versus younger people be like, all right, let's play the game. You want to play the game? Let's play the game. Let's go. Oh, because I, I be having time sometimes. Like, Teddy Riley really was like, hey, brother, you really going to stop? Like, no, forever, Teddy, if I have bad Wi-Fi, why is Teddy's Wi-Fi in my house? <laughs> why is Nelly's Wi-Fi in my house? Because, you know, my system's going down, down, baby. Like, get it out. <laughs> and it's gonna, and <laughs> he doesn't realize it's never going to go away. It's never going to go away. We will be never. at your funeral jamming to all the hits. If the DJ bumps the table, why is Teddy's... God damn that Teddy Riley Wi-Fi. <laughs> exactly. God damn it. And it's your fault, because who told you to put it on production when all you needed was a speaker? You knew Listen. better. They told you. Teddy, they told Listen. you. See what happens when niggas try to do the most, but have the least? They told you, son. They 
told you because uh, Swiss Beats came out and said that he asked him, you know, can I do all this? And they're like, no, it's not needed. That's really not what this is for. And you elected to do the most with the least. And oh. you, you got the you got the worst. For a second. Can we just talk about B. Simone for just a moment? I was I actually was hoping you did her because I go ahead. I'm you, yes, all go right. ahead. So B. Simone and her particular brand of fuck shit. I like her. I do but at too. at the same time, bitch, don't be telling me who I need to date. What works for you works for you. And what works for you most likely has not been working for you because you've been on so on these social medias for a good, you've been social media famous, rather, for a, at least a good, what, four, three, four years? Mm, I said close enough. Yeah, 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 about three, four years. And this whole time she's been saying she's she's what? Listen, listen now, but hear, hear, hear me out. I don't think how she said what she said. I, I get what she was trying to say. Once again, A for effort. It's not about what you say, it's how you say it. Correct. That's why. And I feel like a lot of times there is no forethought in the message that these social media personalities are trying to put out. And it, a lot of it gets lost in translation. And now look at you. You didn't put no thought into it. And now you want the list to be canceled. I understand. Mm -hmm. While I'm not going to cancel her because I'm not going to let a bitch that's been single for four and five years tell me how I need to be dating. The fuck I look like with taking dating advice for you, bitch. You're single just like I am. But she wasn't trying to give advice. She was simply saying because... Okay, from I what she was trying to say was because my lifestyle isn't as conventional as most, I don't have a set schedule. There's never going to be Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, 12, I have lunch. That's not my life. She needs somebody right. who can then do what she does and be able to be flexible, be able to be not flexible because, you know, I have to go to Milan for Like, I get what she was trying to say. Mm-hmm. But when you say I can't do a 9 to 5, man, that already, instead of saying, because they asked you, what kind of man do you want? And you start off with, I can't do. Now, see, that's right. where she she fell off. Because if they ask you, what right. do you want? And you say what you don't want, they're already putting a negative connotation on anything you're saying. Right. Been so like, let's be very clear. Mm-hmm. I'm a nine to five man. Mm-hmm. I very much do work at nine. Well, my hours are nine to five, but, I'm te- but technically I work at yes. nine to five. I have a career. And I do very well for myself. Listen, now, paper, that's the second time you don't flexed on this show. You really trying to find somebody out there because he's single and uh, you're ready to mingle, as you can see. Uh, I mean, listen, listen, sir, <laughs> ma'am. <laughs> well, sir, it's the second you time you don't flexed on this show. Third listen, time you have to put do, your information well in the in the description. I do very well for myself. However, I. I feel like what you do for me, this this is what I require. Mm-hmm. I don't care what your what your set job is, as long as you have a job. Let's be very clear: have a job. Come to the table with equal to what I'm bringing to the table, or more, and we're good. I don't care if you have a degree. I don't care if you don't have a degree. You can have a master's degree, a doctor. I don't care. Bring equal to what I'm bringing to the table or more. 
be able to pay a bill. That's fair. Cheap. That's fair. I That's like it. it. I don't care if you're an entrepreneur, an entrepreneur. Because quiet is kept. Be... A lot of entrepreneurs be out here bankrupt. Quiet oh. is kept. Uh, entrepreneurs be out here struggling month to month because they put all Let their money into clear. one thing. And now they don't have enough money to pay for something else. Quiet is kept. People have slept in their cars for years before they had their come up. But they're entrepreneurs. Meanwhile, 9 to 5 has had an apartment whole time. Been able to buy groceries whole time. Talk about it. Been able to have a vacation once, twice a year whole time. Talk about it. So I be someone, be careful what you ask for, sis. Right. Like you say, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Right. Like my thing is, I get what she's saying. She mm-hmm. wants somebody. You want to feel you want to feel secure in your relationship, and you want like, them to me, be able to relate. For me, this is why I am single. I know what I bring to the table. I bring the table to the table. You understand mm, what I'm saying? That sounds like you need to be able quote. to bring what I. You need to be able to bring what I bring, and more. If you can't bring at least what I'm bringing, what am I doing with you? You're dragging. Mm-hmm. You're dragging them. Mm-hmm. I'm not here is. to take care of nobody. Now, if I meet you and I see that you are on your way and you have potential to bring what I'm bringing, I might fuck with you. I might allow you to interview for the position. You might be considered. But it doesn't matter how you go about getting bag is the bag secure is the question and legal because at this point in my life we can't do unlegal things like I don't get like I'm very easy to please easy to please and again don't get easy to please fucked up with that I'm easy (laughs) let's be clear be very clear (laughs) guys let the as, as Claire would say, let the record show. <laughs> right. She was quick to hit one of those. It is very simple. Mm-hmm. Bring what I am bringing to the table or more. Like when y'all That's dirty it. people try to come at Alvin from the uh, Cosby show who wanted to work at Trader Joe's because he wanted to work there because he liked the health benefits and he liked what they stood Wait, for. Wait, let's be very clear about Alvin from Trader Joe's. I was so I was so mad at people. I was so mad at people. And this is one thing I can't stand about motherfuckers. Everything that I do have, I can lose tomorrow. Huh. And if that means I gotta go to square one, guess where I'm going? Square <laughs> Step one. one. Walk through that door. <laughs> I'm 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 not above doing that. If that and Let's be, I'm going to tell you something about me. Chris, you know where I work. Mm-hmm. You know what I do. Mm-hmm. You know what I came from. Mm-hmm. To be able to do what I do. Mm-hmm. But before that, I lost everything. Mm-hmm. I went from having a job and I was baking at least $75,000 a year base. With the crisps high. Where are you going? Mm-hmm. I remember. And you your little white Honda cruising down the streets in your little white Honda. Mm-hmm. Brand new. Brand, Brand new. new. You, was, you thought you was some hot stuff. Oh, I didn't think I was hot. I knew it was In that two-door. Just rooming off. Clear. Let's be very clear. 
had a brand new car and it was paid off in less than six months. Was rooming, room, That shit, I was getting fucking money. However, when I things happened and I lost my job because the bank that I worked for. Oh, I wasn't gonna say. Oh, okay. I was gonna, you know, that. So was, therefore, mm-hmm. I went from making a, I went from making seventy thousand dollars a year to living off my savings. Thank God. Amen. Okay. Thank God for a savings account and not working. And then I said, okay, this job is open. I need to, start, I need to get a job because I need health insurance. Okay. All right. Let me go get this job and work in this little remedial ass call center doing remedial ass shit and work my way up to working for the corporate headquarters of the company that we work for. Okay. There's nothing wrong with someone with a nine to five and going back to square one and working their way up. Because Anything life doesn't guarantee you nothing but death. <laughs> Period. They don't guarantee that you'll always be. Well, that's why you can. That's why you have to be humble. She talks about manifestation. Bitch, be humble. Be very fucking humble. Because listen, at the end of the day, tomorrow Instagram could be gone. Then what? Oh, and this is why. And I'm not even gonna hold you. This is why a lot of these people, you know, these uh, entertainers who always want to, you know, talk mess about social media. Oh, they're on social media. They're not funny. Oh, they're not real actresses or comedians or well, let's whatever. Be very clear. Half these half of these celebrities will be nowhere without social media. No, it's the older ones who didn't come up with social media who always wanted to, you know, look down on people with social media. But now that you can't well, here's work, the thing. here's the thing that I will say. I think celebrities, especially people in the music industry, from from probably 2005, mm-hmm. the, that era of, of musicians can look down on this current era of musicians. No, no, no. I'm not talking because, about musicians. Listen to what I'm saying. So, like, you know Kevin on stage, right? Kind of. Well, Kevin on stage, Tony Baker, all... Um, uh, we can even throw B. Simone in there, honestly. But a lot of com- all the comedians who, you know, do those videos, like as soon as something happens, they do a little video. Or, right. you know, actors and actresses who comment on stuff, do a little skits and have. I, 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 I follow, I love, I'm a big Kevin on Fame stand. I'm in the stage crew, stage manager, all that. He always used right. to say how, like, people never used to take him seriously as a comedian because he did a lot of online com- comedy. Whereas it's like, you know, you got to be on stage, you got to get booed, you got to do this, you got to do that. Actually, no, he doesn't because he built, he was like, why? Um, because, you know, he was like, um, when they moved to L.A., his wife was like, who's going out to a stage at 3 o'clock in the morning? I got two kids. They're little. You're staying home because he's faithful and loves his wife. He was like, oh, absolutely. I, I got to figure out a different way to do it. Like, I like him, but I like Jeff Hilarious. I don't like her, but we'll get into that in a second. But no, so basically, he was, well, I'll get into that in a second. So basically with Kevin, so he was like, okay, if I can't go out and be funny, the stage only holds 200, 300 people. The internet is infamous. So he literally built his legacy and his business through the internet. And now when everything shuts down, he can still thrive. Everybody who's didn't shun away this new way of communicating, this new way of being funny or being an actress or being, you know, uh, Twitch doing live producer sessions on Twitch. I just saw a few producers today. Illmatic was on here or ill minded, excuse me, doing a whole um beat online. People watching him, like people who embrace this this new digital era, are still thriving very much in this coronavirus, even better than they were before. So that mm-hmm. just talks about you have to be able to um move and maneuver 
with what come pivot. This is the era of pivot, as they keep saying, and I like it. I love it. But just hilarious. I don't like her. One, <clears throat> I used to like her, but then she got too big for her britches. Once again, she wasn't humble. When she called in that terrorist act and those random people on that plane, what what are you doing? Mm-hmm. When you out here, um, when you and uh, uh, DC used to go out, it was hilarious. But she came with somebody else. I can't remember because I literally don't even, she's not even on my radar. And she was like, oh, you faggy this, you faggy that. I'm just like, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, you calm it down. What is, what is, what is really good? So she just, she's not my cup of tea anymore. I like Jess with the mask. Yeah, I mean, you, you like what you like. It's just for me and, and my house. Yeah. But I, I wish her nothing but success. She's a black woman. More power to you. Mm-hmm. I will say this. Jess, she's from Baltimore. And she said this shit. Certain things I feel like, again, there's no forethought into the content that she puts out. I feel like she just talks and posts. And there's no forethought in the content that she puts out. But that's one thing if you're doing that and there's 400 people following you. When you have millions of people following you, you need to, right. there needs to be a switch. To have, this, this, this is the thing. When you are an influencer and you have millions of followers, before you post, you need a team. Like, you know what? Don't post that. Or, nah, bitch, post that shit. Like, people like Wendy Williams, Wendy Williams has a team. And her team would tell her, nah, bitch, don't post that. You gonna get you gonna get caught up. You might get canceled. Don't you do that. <laughs> and then she got a team that's like, Yeah, bitch, post that shit. That shit's up. You right, post that shit. You gonna post that right now. I feel like once you reach a certain level of fame on social media, you need you need to hire a team. Because once you reach a certain amount of followers, you're definitely getting paid excuse me, on social media. Mm-hmm. Once you're, you're getting paid and you can afford to pay people to monitor your social media. The company that we work for, every post that you see on our company's social media, there is a department that says, you know what? That might not appeal to this group or this might come off as such and such to this group, our company's social media. Anytime there is a big company that has a social media presence, any post that they make, you can rest assured that there's a team that it, that Screens said it. post is reviewed by. Mm-hmm. And I feel like these influencers who have followers in the million need to invest Need, need to make the conscious decision to invest in a team, whether it be a publicist, whether it be a social media advisor, to say, you know what? You might not want to post that. You might not want to say it this way, but say it that way. And I take it back to um, Trina. Trina recently said some things in the media about, you know, protesters. Mm-hmm. And while I get what Trina said, I'm not going to go into the into meat into the meat and potatoes of it. Mm-hmm. But I am going to say I get what she said. It was poorly worded, 
Trina got dragged for it. I'm not going to cancel Trina. Because you know, she's never going to cancel. That, that wasn't a cancel. Cancel. Oh, I'm never going to cancel Trina. And the person who canceled, who's calling to have who, the main person who's calling to have Trina is Kaya, right? Kaya. Ugh. And first off, I'm not going to take any bit seriously that has uppercase gums and lowercase t's. Okay. Oh, gosh. Fuck Kaya. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> he said uppercase but gums and it's lowercase all about teeth. Yeah, uppercase gums and lowercase teeth. You can quote me on that shit. Oh my gosh. Fuck Kaya. Kaya oh. is someone who is a bottom feeder. Who has Ooh. nothing but negative things to say about any anything and anybody who's doing better than her. Kyle will cuss out the air if she feels as though the air is doing better than her on that particular day. Because she's a miserable bitch. But again, these celebrities and Instagram influencers and Twitter influencers, once they once you reach a certain level of fame. Mm-hmm. And you're starting to generate a certain amount of revenue based on your social media presence. You need to take that money and invest it in a social media team. Because while you can say, while you're thinking one way and saying it the way you say it, it can be interpreted in a totally different way. You need to invest in the team that's going to tell you, no, don't say it that way. I get what you're saying, but say it this way. Because saying it this way won't get you canceled. Exactly. Like, people can still say how they feel. And your opinion's not going to always be. Like, this is the thing. People don't always want oh my. If your opinion is you don't like cats and you want all cats to, you know, leave the place of the earth, then stand on it. But here's the thing. Mm-hmm. You don't always have to say that. No, you right. don't have to say that. You can believe it all you want. If it comes out somebody, how do you feel about cats? And you say, I hate cats. People who like cats aren't going to like you, but who cares? That's how you feel. Right, but the issue is people always want to backtrack and apologize because what you say. I ain't apologizing for shit. Exactly, what you say is what you mean, but then you can't take the pressure of what comes with it. No, if you right. feel the way you feel, or you don't feel how you feel, you just know it's something to get you some attention. Then you want to backtrack. Right. Like, I think a lot of people who do stupid stuff, especially clothing, they do stuff so that we talk about them because it's free promotion. I honestly mm-hmm. think so. That's why I'm gonna stop yeah, giving right. all these people energy. I am because it's like, nah, man. I, I see what y'all doing. Y'all just want to do. My thing more. is, I see you. I see what you're trying to say. Like with just less, I get what she's trying to say, ninety percent of the time. But it'd be that ten percent. I'd be looking at her like, girl, what? You could have said that totally differently. Maybe later in life, what? I'll come back to the just hilarious train. <laughs> but right now, she can say wherever she's at, and <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Your <laughs> but moving on to the squeeze question of the week what is appropriate video chat etiquette for work environments as you know corona rona still out there heavy people still work from home and video chats are popping people have now cut off skype and now using microsoft micro microsoft teams zoom all that stuff. So, oh yeah, Zoom, Slack, Slack, um, all that, all that in a bag what of is, chips. What's the other one? Um, uh, Group me some people. Zoom, like I've seen videos 
of people's Zoom calls. And this is why I have this question. So what did, if you could give me maybe two or three, or first of all, what is appropriate video chat etiquette do you feel like? Do you feel like your camera should be on or off? Do you feel like you should, you know, let, My me, let thing me know. Is this. Here's for me. For me, I have a team of maybe 10 or 12 individuals, right? Mm-hmm. I'm part of a team of, of 12 individuals. And we all are in different, like for me, my team, like I know for you, you're more of a local team mm-hmm. and your team is pretty much based in this area. My mm-hmm. team is not, I work on, I'll work on a national level. So the individuals that are on my team, I'm the only one that's East Coast based. Mm. The remainder of my team is on the West Coast. They are, my supervisor is in Spokane, Washington. My team members are in Arizona, Spokane. Yeah, they are between Arizona and Spokane. That's annoying. How y'all link up? Because California is three hours behind us. And then, right. I mean, the West Coast, I should say, not just California. So, and then Arizona, I think, is what, two hours? So how y'all meet up for meeting? No, Whatever. they're three kids. I think they're West Coast time, too. Oh, okay. Sheesh. For me, when I know I have to be on camera, I make sure, one, I have a decent head covering because I have not had a haircut because the barbershops are closed. Mm-hmm. So I have a front-facing cap, a polo shirt, and that's it. I'm pretty much Winnie the Pooh. No <laughs> pants, shirt on, because all you're going to see is from my collarbones up. And exactly. Be very clear. Uh, I look good on, on my team meeting. I look professional. So you now, want to just, just coming up with a cap? Well, like huh? a do-rag? You want to just pulling up with a do-rag? Because you're in your no, house. I'm and not, you're doing your see, job. Here's the thing. Here's the thing I'm not going to do. I'm the only black person on my team. And there it is. Yep, come on. Representation. I'm not about to be the Gordian. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to do it. Y'all not going to talk bad about me when I'm not on the call. Fuck you. I'm not going to give you a reason because y'all can talk all you want. Right. One thing I'm not going to be is the reason. And if I feel like I don't look good, I will politely turn my camera off and send my supervisor a smooth eye. I'm like, listen, bro, it's not going to happen today. (laughs) I'm here, but uh -uh, I got too much going on. It's not going to happen. And he's like, listen, a lot of times my supervisor is very cool. Mm -hmm. We don't have to have our cameras on, but don't let us see that you're idle. Because my suit from in the system that we use, we can tell that whether you're idle or not present, meaning there is no movement on your computer, there's no movement on your laptop, mm. which means you're either somewhere you're not supposed to be. Now, during quarantine, there have been times where I've had to turn my camera off, but still be present in meeting because I've had to shit. I'm not going to hold you. Sometimes I get a bubble in my gut like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, I got to go. And because I have had the health issues that I've had, Mm -hmm. I've had cancer. And one of the side effects is when you got to go, you got to go. You got to go. And I'm not holding it for nobody. So I'm a go. And when I come back, I'll listen. Sometimes you might hear I might I may be on mute. Maybe a little out of breath. Right. And I'm dropping kids off at the pool, but I'm very much engaged in the meeting. 
I think appropriate video etiquette it, for me is it being professional, but understand that you're in a, a little more lax environment than you all than you would be if you were in the office. Mm-hmm. And for us, in my job, in my job function, we're very laid back. Like we're jeans every day. I wear J's to work every day. But I don't look like Who shot John and why? first off, never. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking That's never. a throw even bite. We together, but wait, even when we were together, I was a fl- I was one of the flyest dressed motherfuckers in that office. Mm-hmm. Okay? I know how to put it together. But Y'all not gonna see me on no Skype call, on no team meeting, on no Zoom meeting, looking like I rolled out a fucking. Bro, they're trying to get his cameras. I'm like, I'm not turning that camera on. Like y'all, y'all can't force me to turn the camera on. Like my thing is, there are certain things where we have to have our cameras on. But even when my camera is on, I'm popping. No, but the thing is, we don't. They want. They're like, oh, you know, to make it more of a work environment that you're used to. We're trying to get you our cameras for what? If you want to see me, I can use my phone, but I don't want to. And I told them I was like, so I'm not. You can get us the cameras. I'm not going to use it. Well, then that defeats the purpose. Then don't give me the camera. All right. So for my job function, I've already had work from home privileges. So for us, I work from home whenever I want. I don't have to ask for permission. It's just now they told us, like, listen, bro, it's COVID. We don't want to get y'all sick. We don't want you getting us sick. Stay your black ass home. And for me, I said, all right, no problem. Because now I'm on a team where majority of my department is, like, for my department, my department is spread out across the country. It's just at this point in time, my particular team that I've been placed on because of my work schedule. My team is on the other side of the country, on the West Coast. So I, me and my supervisor will never be in the same office. Me and my other team members will never be in the same office. So. So y'all really have to use video thing versus when this right, is all out, we're going right back to the building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that but, makes sense. When I go back in office, when when outside opens again, whenever that will be, my manager, my vice president, my director, all that, they're all we're all in the same office. So while my direct management is not in the same office as me, my upper management. Basically, is. So I still can't show my ass because I can very much still get the. Uh, clink, I can only clink. show my ass when I decide I'm gonna work my black ass from home, mm-hmm. and even when I work from home. I'm pretty much dressed from the waist up. From the waist down, I'm in Now, have you ever got caught oil. slipping where you had to get up and you weren't even thinking real quick to go reach for something and your thighs was oh, exposed? absolutely the fuck not. <laughs> the most, like, when it comes to video chat etiquette, the only thing I have to work on is my facial expressions because everybody got that one team member that says something dumb. Mm-hmm. And the moment they open my, the moment they open their fucking dumb ass mouth, my eyes roll on the back of my head. Like, I've gotten so many IMs and emails like, listen, bro, we have to work on your facial expression. I'm like, I'm not working on shit. Y'all need to work on that motherfucker that wanted to be be saying some fucking dumb shit. That's what y'all need to work on. Why the fuck is dumb dumb talking? (laughs) Wanting to reiterate some shit that was already spoken on 
20 minutes ago. Always asking questions. Ugh. That type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, I have team members who... How do I say this? I'm the only black person. Mm-hmm. Microaggressions? Oh, listen, I had to have a meeting with another team member who came off a lead. And she lives in Oregon. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the... I guess Oregon is what Cherry Hill is to... Philly. Okay. Like that, like a suburb of Spokane, Washington or whatever. But, you know, my supervisor asked, hey, can you bring her up to speed? She's been on a leave. She hasn't been at work for about six months. You, you're you pretty much oh, senior member a on leave. the team. I'm thinking a leave like the aspirin, but you're talking about she was a, a leave. Okay, got it. <laughs> but this particular coworker was was on leave. Either she had a medical leave, like she took a leave of absence. Mm-hmm. So when she came back, she had to be filled in on certain things, and there were there were drastic changes with how our job function mm-hmm. works. As I'm sure everybody has been. Right. Not not even post COVID. It's just oh, just in general. Systems, just in general. Oh, okay. Like so, like three of the main systems that we work out of are obsolete. Mm. So we, know, the use them. we use now one program mm-hmm. that did the function of three programs. Consolidation. I like it. Right. So she was pretty much shadowing me and viewing my screen and showing how I, mm-hmm. I was going to showing her how the workflow happened. In me and this particular bitch's interaction, because she's no longer with us. Um, RIP, the bitch is fired. Oh, um, oh, oh my gosh. I'm like, she died? No. She's dead to me, but <laughs> I had my camera on and she yeah. realized I was of color. And she started to want to talk about, oh, no. you know, within 10 minutes, no, she, no. what are you? Oh, gosh. I'm sorry. What do you mean? What am I? Oh. What are you? Bitch, I'm working. <laughs> Pay attention. I'm trying to show you what to do. Okay. Right. And the next thing she knows, she goes, oh, I have black friends. Bitch, did I ask you? Oh, no. Okay. No, no. You know how you get that, like, that that awkward, hey, hey, hey. And that, that, that you have to thing. go. So as I was saying. And mind you, I'm just letting her talk so she can hang herself. Because, you know, all of your teams. Recording. Um, Screen recording is the recording, right. sis. Right. So I'm not saying nothing. Mind you, I am fighting the inside of my teeth. I can only imagine. You probably were sweating. Because I want to cuss this bitch the fuck out. So she says, oh, yeah. You know, I'm in such and such. I live in Utah. And, um, not Utah, Idaho, I think, or some shit. And she goes, you know, my dad's in the clan. And I'm like, what? Okay. Automatically, hostile work environment. Excuse me? Yes. Okay. Okay. Right hand to God. Word of God. This is what this bitch is telling me. And mind you, we haven't only been, we haven't been on the fucking, on the call for more than 20 minutes. 
What okay. in God's green earth? Mind you, you, she said, just looking at you, I wouldn't think you were so well-spoken and well-versed in your job. She asked me how long I've been working for the company. Because one, you look so young, and two, you're so smart. Oh, I'm sorry. That this... Someone who looks at you, you're some, you're, you're so smart. I'm like, I'm sorry. Do I look dumb to you? What it's you my big about? ape cranium. What the hell are you talking about? Right. So I, just, I don't say nothing the whole time. I'm I aming our boss. Like, listen. Good. Don't ask me to do anything for her ever again. As a matter of fact, run back this screen recording. Right. 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 So afterwards, you know. My my boss and my manager, because I I am them both at the same time. Oh. I'm like, listen, at this point, I'm trying to play HR. They're like, what happened? I was like, listen, I'm not going to be in a position where my race is quite my race and my ability to do my job are being called into question for the fact and that like, none other than about? she looked at me. Right. I said basically, she looked at me and asked me one. How did I get my, who did I know this? Well, who do you know that got you this job? Mind you, the only reason why you were offered this position is because your department was phased out. And they I'm offered you, tight. they said either you can take a severance package or do this job. Mind you, I applied and was hired for my position. You weren't. And I said to my, my manager, I was like, listen, I'm going to HR about this. I said, because this really has put me in a really bad because this, if this, I see her again, right, and I snap, I said, this, is, this is hostile work environment for my ass. And if I cuss this bitch out, now I'm wrong. I'm gonna be the bad guy. I said the fact that she made it a point to tell me her dad was in, was in the clan is a, is still in the clan is what bothers you better than me because I've been like, what the? F- what so, does it have to do with anything that we are talking about? Point, is the clan hiring because you can't work for us no more? Oh, I'm never mind. I'm glad she got fired. R.I.P. Well, listen, this is the, this is the third person I've gotten fired from our company. Really? Yes. Oh wait, I, we have to talk about the first two. The first one was someone who, um, so you know our our other cousin Chris. Mm-hmm. So we come to work one day, right? We it was something going on. We were working overtime, so we work. We were in the office at the time. We both worked like two to eleven. We were in the office at like ten in the morning, taking them fuck ass calls mm. for like three four hours, and then I had like this long ass break in between, and I'm sitting. I'm sitting at my desk on my phone, fucking around on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And it's this personality that I follow. His, what the fuck is his name? Shit. What's the lead? You remember that boy that did the YouTube video talking about leave Britney alone? Um, Something Crocker. Right. Him. Chris Crocker. Chris Crocker. So at the time was, what was the big thing? This one was when Black Lives Matter really jumped off. Of the first time? The first time okay. was really jumping off. And it was someone calling him a faggot and calling him a nigger lover. Well, if I looked, he, and he and Chris was doing this video, he goes, listen, I spoke out against Black Lives Matter, and this is the type of reaction I'm getting. And, he's, and the video cuts to this particular person 
making threats to him, calling him a nigger lover, calling him a faggot. And I look, and it's the person that's sitting literally two cubicles over from me. Oh, on Facebook? On fucking Facebook. <laughs> yeah, he didn't want his so, job. So our cousin Chris looked at me, and I am red hot on fire. And if you go to his page, so, you'll see he's he's very much of the lighter skin persuasion. So for him to be right. red, it didn't so take like, that much. I'm like red, like I'm getting ready to explode and jump over this cubicle and beat this boy the fuck up. One, I'm black. Two, I'm gay. Mm, so he got I'm you both tight. ways. I'm tight. I'm tight. So Chris was like, yo, what's wrong you with getting you? getting mad all and over I, again. I can't... And so and so I sent Chris a video, and Chris stands up and looks at me. He goes, "Oh shit!" He goes, Chris looks at me and he says, "Verbatim, don't lose your job." And this is you and, will get fired. Mm-hmm. You will go to jail. You will see. And this so is I, why you need. Chris. So I breathed in and breathed out, and I said, "Nah, I'm gonna be world Caucasian with it." So I looked at my boss, and he's like, "What's wrong with you?" And our my boss at the time. Hispanic, very heavy accent. Poppy, what's wrong with you? What, what, yeah, you, he would you say. Know, what's going on with you, Poppy? What's going on? And I was like, listen, um, I got to go. I'm on break. I got to go. So I go walk to go blow off the scene. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to HR and I'm going to play white. I'm going I'm to pull a Karen on this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Karen. So I by my manager at the time. You remember my manager, the one with the purple hair? Mm-hmm. Miss, Miss, yeah, yeah, she's real nice. Yeah, so she was like, where are you going? I said, oh, we going to HR. She said, we, I said, yeah, girl, we go. <laughs> so I scooped her off, dragged her to HR. Did you feel around before you got there? Huh? Did you feel around what was going on? No, I didn't. Mm. I didn't. I said, so listen, um, I'm here to talk to y'all because I'm in a hostile work environment. So my manager at the point was like, what the fuck did She's like, what the hell did your man, did your supervisor do? I said, no, it's not my supervisor. My supervisor is great. I said, it's my team member. And I said, you know, if I have to work with him, this particular call center is going to get a lot of free publicity because I'm going to beat the shit out of him on the floor. And everybody is looking at me like I'm a nut. And so the HR goes, is this just, she goes, literally, is this this damn Facebook video? I'm so sick of this shit. I said, oh, so you've seen it? She said, yes. Yeah. So I said, why is he here? Okay. And she says, and she says, well, we can't do anything about it. And I said, actually, you can, because because I went and turned around and pulled up his Facebook profile. I said, he linked, he linked our company as his place of employment. Oh, burn. He was gone that day. Literally that day. See, y'all won't he catch me slipping. Him, they didn't let him clock in. Well, I thought you said, oh, so he was coming in? He literally, mind you, I I came to work early that day. Yeah, you said you you were doing extra hours. Right, me and him had the same schedule. He wasn't working OT that day. So when they they caught wind of the video and they caught wind that he linked our employer Mm -hmm. as his place of employment, they sent it to corporate. Corporate HR said, no, he that motherfucker got to go. We don't want this. We don't want this smoke. Yeah, 
apparently I wasn't the only person who went to HR about it. Oh, I'm pretty sure you weren't. But like they said, if it's personal stuff, then there's not much you could do. But it, I'm right. glad you called and that. And this is why I tell people who have a big social media presence and still have a nine to five job, never link your employer with your fuckery. B. Simone. Mm-hmm. I'm just kidding. Right. But who was the second link- one? The second one was before I got the job that I have now. Look at you being a a, a justice soldier out here in these corporate streets. Wouldn't listen, even know it. Because listen, these white people gonna learn that mm-hmm. the shit that you do, the, the fuckery stops here. Because no matter how big wigs feel, they they hate they may hate black, white, blue, and green. I mean black, white, and blue, but they love green and they'll do anything right. to keep it. They ain't doing nothing that's going a lot of employee a lot of employers, especially if you're say this big company they don't want any type of crazy publicity, especially when it comes to racial issues. Oh, yeah, no. They because They could hate your all. thinking gut, but like they said, they still want that, that currency. They're, at the end of the day, they, they, they still want to make sure that their company is a great place to work. Mm-hmm. At so, least this company. Other companies. They before could be like, I got the job that you? I have now, there was a job that I was going for. And it was, with, it was in our finance department, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, everybody in in my department wanted this particular position. Yeah, it was like a lot of people wanted that, John. You know what job I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So you're off the phone. You don't got to deal with these crazy-ass people. You're just pretty much on the back end fixing and doing shit. Mm-hmm. So I apply. I apply. Like a bunch of us applied. I interviewed, two white people interviewed, and one other black girl interviewed. Mm-hmm. The black girl was deemed not qualified. The two white people and me were deemed qualified, mm-hmm. right? Mind you, my resume is popping. I have more finance experience than two than the two white people combined. You but worked in the white, But one of the white people, this white girl, it was a white guy and a white girl, the white girl ran her mouth because she she was cool with the manager of the department was hiring. So she comes out talking about some, oh, is Armand black? They're not going to hire him. He's black. They're not going to hire him. I'm sorry, what? How the fuck do you know? Someone is not going to hire him if he finds out he's black. So at the time, she's saying this amongst other people of color. That and this is where that privilege will get you screwed over because you get so comfortable. You get so comfortable. So wait, so wait. You doing the most? You don't even get considered for the position, right? Mm-hmm. So it's between me and a black and, and me and another white guy. So it takes them forever. To figure out who's going to get the position, so they do another round of interviews, right? Mm-hmm. They don't offer me the position, but they offer me the lower position. So when I go interview for the for the other position, mm-hmm. it's with the manager and the director of finance for this particular region, right? Mm-hmm. So it's with so and so, and I'm going to call her Helen. Mm-hmm. 
that's not her name. Mm-hmm. But Helen looks at my resume and she says, oh, you'd be a great candidate for this position. Da, 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 da. Mind you, she's not talking about the, the position that I'm in there interviewing for. She's talking about the position that they said I wasn't fucking qualified for. Mm. So I said, huh, funny that you say that. <laughs> he said, and I'm talking about someone, the, the guy, the, the manager. Mm-hmm. I said, I, I find it funny that you say that. That's not the interview. That's not the position I'm interviewing for. But he said, I'm not qualified for that job. Why? And I looked at him. And he got quiet. And mind you, he's quiet. And at this point, he is red. Beat red. Because he didn't realize I was going to throw him under the bus like that. And he didn't know that I knew that the white girl was going around wanting to figure out what my ethnicity was. Why do they do that? What is that? That's the f- Because they're fucking stupid. And mind you, I have literally a good eight, nine years of finance experience. So... Needless to say, I didn't get the job. And I turned down the job they were offering me, only to find out later that both jobs were a lateral move. So I wasn't getting anything more mm-hmm. other than not having to take phone calls from these fuck-ass people. So I said, aha, I don't even want the job anymore. But I did file a complaint with HR. And HR went back and they looked at the history of that particular department. No black people. Mm. The only black person in that department was grandfathered in before that particular manager came into that department. There have been no other black people hired in that department. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, you know Brittany, right? Mm, Brittany, 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 Brittany. I don't, but... Alright. Well, Brittany works in that department. Because he got fired, mm-hmm. and I got I got noticed that he got fired based off the of HR shit. Apparently, I'm not the only person I'm not the only person of color who filed a complaint with as to why they weren't hired. Mind you, the person that they hired, literally before they came to the company, they worked at fucking um, at some retail. They had a retail job, mm-hmm. a retail management job. Never worked for a financial institution. But okay. But you want to tell me I'm not qualified for the job, but you hire somebody that worked worked at a retail job? Retail customer, not even retail management, retail customer service. But okay, no disrespect to them. But I laughed because when I left that office for the job I have now, he said, oh, you shouldn't have quit because you didn't get this job. I said, quit? I didn't quit. Quit. I hired a such and such and so and so. I'm making three times the amount of money that y'all offered me to have that job. How you feel now? So you got that white girl fired? No, I got the manager fired. Oh, I know that must feel some type of good to get people fired for legit reasons too. Not even because you know just crying wolf. Listen, it's just certain stuff like. I'm not the type of person to go snitch on shit, but when it's something that affects us, yeah, no, that's not snitching. People though. of color, and like you said, it's a hostile work being... environment. I can't, in good faith, work across somebody who's calling you not only one but two derogatory words. Right. I'm not going to sit here and be in a position where I'm made to feel bad because 
one of my coworkers is an all-out homophobe and racist. And they're go- going on an all-out tirade on social media and tagging the company that we work for. At the end of the day, no matter what you say, you are a reflection of your employer. Exactly. And if you are um, on... But it would have been the same yeah. thing if you were like, F these crackers, honkies, these... Right. Shit. It would I have been would the same never thing. do that. Exactly. Like the most... Like this is why no matter what I do for so, like my social media presence, mm-hmm. I will never list my empl- my actual employer. Never. You know how many people got... Um, my supervisor told me got put on like, you know, verbals and written and stuff because you saw them in the comments going at people on such and such's behalf, I'm like, they, yep. they couldn't, <laughs> y'all are tripping. They couldn't pay me enough but to do that. But my thing is this. Here's another instance. So, there was an employee of your office that got fired. Mm-hmm. And they weren't getting, um, I don't think they had been fired yet. Mm-hmm. But they knew they were about to get the X. So they're on social media talking bad about the company. Mm. And with my position, I see it. Anytime our company is mentioned on social media, I see it because I'm a social media engagement analyst. Mm-hmm. So I see everything. Everything. There's not anytime our company is mentioned, it comes across my timeline, I see it. So when I saw it, I hit him up. I'm like, yo, delete that last post. He's like, what are you talking about? I said, listen, do you want to get fired? Delete it. He said, I, I got fired today, so it doesn't matter. I said, oh, well, listen, oh, well, RIP, I'm sorry. He goes, you see that shit? I said, I see everything. <laughs> Big brother. We've had, um, again, especially with Rona, work from home. People putting hashtag in their in their fucking job name in the job's name, and I see it. <sighs> so you post the news on Twitter and tagging the job in it. I shit you not. I have seen so many pussies <laughs> because dumb bitches who are also cam models on the side want to want to post easy money. But still, you can watch me work with, with no clothes on. Hashtag. The company. Yeah. And we see it. So as soon as they hit your timeline, <laughs> you're fired 20 minutes later. Fucking moron. Yo, that is actually hilarious. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's like, yeah, it's nuts. That's actually <laughs> Pun funny. Intended. It's funny, but it's also like sad because now you have no job. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. That's not my problem. He said, <laughs> I've seen so many. Books. I'm just like, wow, this is what you're doing on on these social media streets. I forgot the original question. Video etiquette, but well, you give us etiquette in a few ways. You know, don't be racist, don't be a bigot, and just do your job effectively. And don't At the end of the day, just just be professional. That's what point it's about. blank. It's about being being a professional. Don't like I understand this is your home. Like I've had coworkers want to conduct their 
their their their team meetings or attend their team meetings in their rec room, and there be a Confederate flag in the background. Or, but you can't you can't get mad at them for that. That's they right. I mean, my thing is this. I get it, but why you want to push the Confederate flag when y'all lost the war? They can say the same thing. Why do y'all want to? You know, when people you just having a, I, I, I'm not gonna get mad at that because that you want to wave that failing flag around. Do it. My, right. be my I laugh guess. at it. I'm like, why? As an American, that's your right. But don't let those ideologies spew into this workplace because I'm going to get you. Okay. Oh, it's just for historical purposes. Let it be. Let it be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let it I stay right there. Don't say nothing. I'm like, well, you you know y'all lost the war, right? Juneteenth, you just heard about it? Well, let me let me give you a little bit of a, a history lesson. First off, I want to say shout out to shout out to all the black people who just got put on to what Juneteenth is. Cause we've known, I've very much always had black history, but you know, we've gone to many a black history parade, black history functions, Feb- black history was a thing where we were, but right. for all my new African Queens and Kings who got put onto what it is, I'm very, it's like, it was so refreshing seeing people like, Oh, I didn't know about this. What is this? And that's the crazy thing is the amount of people that didn't know about it. Juneteenth. It was crazy. And, and that again goes to speak on how. Our country and our educational system has failed. Man, black I got put that that freaking Gandhi. Gandhi was racist. Didn't know that uh, towards African people. Freaking Beethoven is a more. He's black. Didn't like the stuff that they will just wash out of history today to Listen, find out that it's true. I tell you, they will try to whitewash everything that they fucking could. At the end of the day, there ain't no way Elizabeth fucking Taylor was Cleopatra. Sorry, it's not going to happen. Y'all had a um, whole be... movie called Gods of Egypt. Not one person. How can Disney get it right? Nah, Chadwick Boseman was in it. Ch- so he's all he 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 held down the whole thing. Yeah, Chadwick Boseman. On the poster, I saw two white people from from Greece. It looks like. Listen, I'm just trying to figure out how y'all got an Irish person. Like, playing how could Disney get it Egyptian. right? Disney made Prince of Egypt. Not talk about it. Everybody we in was... there looked like they belonged. Okay? <sighs> Disney made Pocahontas, <sighs> although the story's a little skewed. The characters fit. Moana, they fit. Mulan, they fit. How can a cartoon Mulan company... Mulan looks lit. The new Mulan? I know. Nope, there's no Mushu. Nope, not doing it. Don't care. I mean, Don't care. I, would like to, I would like Eddie Murphy to be part of Oh, it's, it's the more Mushu, realistic story. Go Screw the realistic story. Because one of my good friends is Asian. I'm just going to go see it. Screw the realistic story. If there's no cricket, if there's no cow, <laughs> which is the horse, if there's no Mushu... <laughs> Shame. I don't shame on you. Dishonor shame on your cow. Dishonor on you. Dishonor on your cow. He was like, <laughs> "What? What are you gonna tell me? You're not lucky." Oh, the lies. <laughs> and what are you a sheep? <laughs> that's literally that's literally one of my favorite movies. He one said, of my favorite Disney movies, bruh. It was un- Ugh, I love that movie. Let's get down to business. Fucking Donny Osmond's problematic. Right. Huh. I did not realize that Shang was fucking Donny Osmond. Really? Yes. So right. It's like just you're the saddest bunch I've ever met. But you can bet before we're through. That's a lit movie, dog. 
And I've been to the Great Wall of China. Not the same as the movie. Just we're letting y'all know. I almost died because it's so smooth. Oh, you did go to China. I remember Mm -hmm. that. It was because the wall is very corroded because literally thousands upon probably millions of people a year go there. I mean, listen, if I ever go to China, that's the first place I'm going. Yeah, and and you can only go to like one of three sections because the majority of it, other than those three sections, is very old. So you go on Mm -hmm. there, it's R.I.P. R.I.P. Isn't there um, like a, not a roller coaster, but like a sled part where you Mm -hmm. can like ride on? There's a there's a there's a there's a lift. You could take a lift to the top, which we were gonna do, but there's like a line as long as the Nile River. And I'm glad oh, we no. didn't because like I said, I didn't realize how smooth it was. So I'm on there walking, I'm like, Oh mm, okay, I'm walking, I'm walking, oh, oh, oh. all right, I'll just stay in this section. I right, nope, this is my little experience. I'm good. <laughs> no, because there's no like there's no grip. Like there's no grip and it's really like nerve wracking. I was like, mm mm, I'm gonna stay Right here, close to the steps. I actually met somebody in Philly. He was like, he had terminal, he had like a terminal illness, so he was just like, F it, we ball. Sold his house, sold his business, was just living out to his days. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, he was like, yeah, I'm from Philly. I was like, oh, what's up? Cool, 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 cool. It's always funny when you see somebody from here. Yeah. Outside of here. Because you can always tell. Always tell. Always. It's always fun seeing us because mm-hmm. there's a certain shit we not doing. Mm-hmm. Like I remember being in what was I at? I want to say like New York somewhere, and I call somebody a dickhead. <laughs> Literally said fuck out here, dickhead. And dude turned around like, oh, you gotta be from Philly because you said dickhead and you said dickhead the right way. I said you know fucking rock from North Philly, that nigga dickhead. Yeah, I asked for a hoagie when I went to New York one time. They was like, oh, I know exactly where you from. You from that 215. I was like, close, very close. He was like, yeah, because don't nobody around here called this a hoagie. About this area that other cities and other places just know you from Philly. Like, going to New York. And I remember going out with, with friends in New York and being at this house party. And just being popping, like I was dressed, like I. <laughs> he said, "Just being popping, I was dressed. <laughs> I was dressed, like new kicks, new pants, new clean shirt, clean fitted, hair nice. You know, hair was laid, and it was like, oh, you, we know you got from here. You got me, you got a big ass attitude, and you dress nice." I'm like, oh, all right, whatever. What's mad? You want to go outside and fight about it? Or you just want to leave the fuck alone? Oh, yeah, he's really talking to me. If he's spicy, you know what the fuck that is. That's hilarious. Yeah, man, if, if you're from the area, you're from the area, you know. That's why it's like BS. What is it? Real shit talks, bullshit walks. Can't play a player. But <laughs> we have come to the end of our of our podcast. This has been a, one of the best I've had a, a ball this whole time, and we have come to the keep it one hundred moment. <laughs> wow, that was a lot louder than I expected it to be. Man, gotta <laughs> fix that. And Paul was just like, "Ooh, it shook me." So I'm gonna go first. I usually give my uh, guests a little chance to get themselves together, feel like what they want to do. They keep one hundred. 
my keep it 100 is make sure you keep your professional work professional. Don't get caught slipping because as you can see, it will get caught up to you. That's all I'm going to say. Listening to these stories, I I didn't know about half these stories, but just don't get caught slipping. If you're going to do what you do, you can do it. That's your right. But the minute it steps over into the corporate area, that's your ass. Okay. Okay. All right, go. What is your keep it 100 moment? Keep it 100 moment is listen. I've recently gone through a lot of things as far as dating is concerned. And I'm going to just say what say things that my mother and my grandmother, my great mother, my great grandmother have said. And I'll tell you, if you ever date a man and a man that knows game, the best game you can get, you will get from a woman. Mm. That's just just 100. Any man that says, oh, I got game, I got game, I know game. He ain't learned it from a man. He learned it from a woman. Mm-hmm. A woman, a woman has like the best game ever. How we do? Um, I say this: what don't come out in the wash comes out in the rain. That is the I can. Oof, that's sad. And that like means it, it might not come out now, but it's gonna come out. Because what's done in the dark, amen, comes in the light. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just you know, if I ask you a question. Nine point nine 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 times out of ten, I already know the answer. I already know, and you know I know. So why are you right? I'm just giving you, I'm just giving you the opportunity to, to 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 save yourself. I'm giving you this chance. Because you know Let's I make know. Don't Because you know don't I know. So I'm giving you, you know the opportunity to tell me what and I know. I know, and you know. I you know. know I know, and you know. That I don't give a fuck, and I am not above punching you in your shit <laughs> and getting in your shit and embarrassing you. So if I ask you a question, I know the answer. Don't lie. So I'm just going to see if you are going to lie. Because if you're going to lie, if I ask you, where were you yesterday? And you give me an answer, and I say, no, for real, where were you yesterday? That means, nigga, the jig is up. Uh, tell me what it is before I go to before I go Tasmanian devil on your ass. Or tell me who it was. <clears throat> Just keep it one hundred. That that that's something that goes both ways. If I ask you a question, I know the answer. Don't lie. We are in twenty twenty. We already getting lied to by the, by the government. Don't just don't lie. Tell the truth. It will set you free. It will. And nine times out of ten, save your jaw. Just to put in a little, we here at the Not From Concentrate podcast, we don't condone domestic violence. We just had to put that little snippet in there. So, but I do condone if you, uh, what is it? Don't run up and you don't get done up. Don't lie. You won't let these hands fly. So, with all that. that's a new one. If you don't lie, these hands won't fly. Point blank. Point blank. Point blank. To the blank. You are so dumb. <laughs> Look, don't don't tell me nothing that's false, and your jaw won't get tossed. I'm just saying, like, hey. keep it 100. Hey. hey, listen, just don't lie, y'all. Just don't. If you get caught up in your game, 
Just say, you know what? I fucked up. My bad. And that's it. And that's that. So as I say every week, whether I give you an ounce. Oh, wait, before I do that, let the people know where they can find you at. Listen, I'm on Instagram at the Hennessy Casanova. Twitter, the Henny Casanova. Um, Facebook is Armani Blade. I'm barely on that because Mark Zuckerberg is a Trump supporter. And I'm in Facebook jail as we speak. <laughs> Zuckerberg can suck these nuts. <laughs> he got beef with co-workers. He got beef with famous people, with political... Um, who don't? I'm not beefing with nobody. The only person I'm beefing with is Satan. <laughs> That's it. Beef and you got the victory. You already won. Amen. Say it again. And you got the victory. Hmm. <laughs> Toast ain't get thee behind because what today? Victory today is mine. Hmm. Joy is okay. mine. Don't get me. Man, I need to get some preacher chords on this soundboard. Dun, dun. Uh, oh <laughs> my God. Hey. <laughs> Well, <laughs> but, but yeah, so don't forget before I uh, sign off here, don't forget to follow me at not from concentrate podcast. You can email me, um, not from concentrate podcast at gmail.com. Hit the subscribe button on Apple, Google, uh, Stitcher, anywhere you can watch a podcast or listen to a podcast, freaking Spotify, Castbox, all that. I'm there, you can listen. And I'll soon be uploading yeah, yeah. um uh episodes to my YouTube. I I was like, I don't even think, you know, but I, from what I was reading, that's a good thing to do. So I'm gonna be posting episodes on the YouTube soon and giving y'all video content there for the podcast. So stay tuned. Um, don't forget to rate us, please. Like subscribing, great. Listening, great. But don't forget to rate us, get us in that algorithm so people can find the podcast. But right. as I say, 10. yes, five 10, stars, 10, ten stars, the all the stars, tens, tens across the board, across the board, across the board. Uh, <laughs> but yes, so whether I give you an ounce, a gallon, or a liter, everything I say is two Virgils percent real. You feel me? And if you don't know what the two Virgils thing is, I don't know where you were last week. That was the most hilarious thing. I think I've seen for quite some time on social media. Just keep it to Virgils. I'm done. But yeah, yo, have a good night. Stay blessed. Don't stress. Uh, Invest. And yeah, y'all be safe. Peace. Adios, y'all.